Welcome to church. It's good to serve the Lord. It's good to know God, the secret of life, the secret of success, the secret of the future, the secret of our faith. It's knowing God. Hallelujah. The psalmist says something and which I would like to read from Psalm 139. I love that psalm. Psalm 139 from verse 1. Say, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You have searched me and what? Verse 2, you have, you know my what? My sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. And are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. I love this God. That's why when we are praying, you should know. Sometimes I say, well, this is what I want to say. I didn't say it well. He understands it. Let's, let me continue to the verse 12. You have heard me be behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Great. God has held you in front and behind and covered you with his hand. Who else can then take you and destroy you? Continue. Shake knowledge is what? Too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Almost saying the same thing. <laughs> That's how the Hebrews sometimes they, they talk. <laughs> if I ascend into heaven... You are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wing of the morning and dwell 
in the uttermost part of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Verse, indeed, darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as what? The day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. For me, having this knowledge about God gives you the assurance that everywhere you go, everywhere you are, even if you are forgotten by men, God will remember you there. It's so great to read this psalm and I believe that it's all to know that God knows you. It's all to know that you cannot hide from God. It's all to know that when God begins Wherever you are and whatever you are doing, God is looking at you. When you have this kind of knowledge, it is no longer men that you want to please. It is God that you want to please. Some people have the sun as their God. So daytime, their God is in action. So when it is day, they will do what is good to please their God. But when the sun falls and their God is not around, they begin to do whatever they want to do. But this God says that darkness and light, they are the same and both in his eyes. Indeed, if man will understand God from this point, that wherever you go, wherever they place you, wherever man tries to put you, it doesn't matter. God knows that. His first beginning was, oh my God, Jesus Christ is great and God is great. He is all-knowing and is everywhere. This, I say to you, oh Lord, I love it. Oh Lord, is that I said, Psalm speaks about God. Psalm 139 speaks about God and that God fills every place. As you come to church, Give me the verse 1. It is very, very important. Oh Lord, you do what? 
God searches man. And what he uses to search you is the Holy Spirit. It's your spirit. He takes your spirit. Who knows your mind? Who knows your heart? Who knows everything? The spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord. He takes it and looks through you. So whatever you feel inside you, which no man understands. Sometimes you want to explain yourself to men. But before you finish, they have different interpretation of what you are saying. As for God, he really understands what you wanted to say. Have you come to that point for you want to explain yourself? And you look and nobody seems to understand you. You are speaking English, but they don't understand you. Because they don't understand what actually you wanted to say. You are not able to put words around what you feel. Sometimes by the time you start, they will end for you, and that's not what you want to say. But God, he searches you, he gets inside you, and understands what you want to say. Understands where you want to go. Understands what you want to do. Understands what you even want. The Bible says that, look, before you ask, he already knows what you are going to ask about. People think that we have to explain things to God for God to understand it before he can do it. <laughs> but before you even ask, in advance, he knows this person needs this. And that is why he's coming to pray. So it is not to stand there to borrow people's word in prayer. Sometimes we really borrow people's prayer. You hear somebody praying nicely and putting words together in a very nice way. So when you stand, you learn that that is not what you want to say, but because it is not with the ears of men, you speak it. That is not prayer. It is day nursery. When you go there, you learn a reciter. Prayer is not reciter. Prayer is speaking your heart and your need to God. It is those type of prayer that is powerful before God. We've been acting in prayer. We've been behaving, trying to impress men in prayer. So sometimes, when people pray in a certain way, this guy can pray. What I used to mark a real prayer is the result that comes of that prayer. What the scripture says, Elijah was what? A man like passion. He is human like us. He feared like you. He had weaknesses like you. Sometimes he shivers like you. Sometimes he also has his own little problems. But he prayed earnestly. 
He didn't enter. That what? That it will not what? Rain. And it did not rain. The reason why he said it's a proper prayer is because he prayed that it should not rain and the result was that it did not rain. Not just praying and not having an answer. It is just a, a vocal exercise. Prayer is supposed to be answered. The reason why Jesus prayed were very powerful on earth is that they were answered. He saw the blind. He prayed when he came to Lazarus. He said, because of this, that's why I'm praying. So that they will know that prayer works. <laughs> now Lazarus came out and Lazarus jumped up. It is not because he screamed. It is not because Jesus wept, the shortest verse in the Bible. But it's because Lazarus actually came out and they saw the result of the prayer of Jesus. So anytime we are praying, let us be mindful that it is answers we need. If you are not mindful that you need answers and the one that can give the answer is God and that is why you are addressing him you'll be doing some kind of exercise. I hope I'm saying something. Don't be angry with me. So I don't judge people for how long they pray. I judge people for the answers they have through their prayers. Hello? God sees everyone. Just yesterday, I met one of the music people. He's a prophet. Do you know? For about nine years, I've been looking for a child. And I was sitting up there. See, the last two years or last three years. We're ministering. And she was called and prayed. For, that she's going to get a child. He said, I gave birth to my child. Last year. Without Chimus. You know Chimus? Chimus is a, a tree... A, Three English words. New dictionary created by us. That when we try to make mm, to bring prayer to pass. You have to understand 
that wherever you are, God sees you. Look, none of you is hidden from the eyes of God. He sees everyone. That was why when Joseph brothers thought they had finished with him. They didn't know that God is not only confined to their geographical area. God's eye was upon that young boy. He was put into the pit and God was still with him. And looking at him, I said, hey, Joseph, don't be afraid. Once I don't, haven't killed you, you are not dead. Unless I kill you before you can die. No one can kill you and no pit can swallow you. Joseph, very comfortable, trusted the God. Sometimes we go into pit in darkness. Even there, God's hand is there to bring us out. You might be going into a pit season. Helm inside. Sins forgotten. Dream seems to be crashing. Don't be afraid. God will stretch off his hand and bring you out. It wasn't his brothers that brought him up. It was God. To their intent, they wanted to kill him. To the intent of God, Joseph, you will live. See, nobody can take your life except God permit it. You don't understand me? No wish, no wizard, no power. of God. But we must understand the God we serve. The verse 2 quickly, verse 2 quickly. I'll just give me the verse 2. Psalm 139. The second verse. You know my sitting. You know my sitting down. And my rising up. When you get up, how will this God be interested in the details of your life? Somebody sitting down and getting up. God knows all. So don't think that God doesn't know you. He knows you. Wow. You understand my thought afar off. Before the things can come inside your head, God understands it. He understands that you've gone through some crisis and because of that the crisis have formed the way you think. And you don't trust anybody again. He understands it. 
When people see you, they want to talk and you try doubting them, they say, you, after you don't trust anything, but God understands you. He understands what you've gone through in life. The parent, the people that influence your life. He understands the trouble you went through. He understands that sometimes somebody raped you. And because of that, when you see a man or a woman, you begin to shiver and because of that you don't want to marry. God understands all. He's a God of understanding. He understands your thought, your mind. He understands what even form, what you're thinking. So, man may not understand, but God understands you. The best three, quickly. You comprehend my path and my lying down. Oh my God. And are acquainted with all my ways. God knows all your ways. Sometimes we think we can hide our ways from God. If we understand this scripture, you will live for God, not for men. If you understand this scripture, when you are taking bribe, you think it's in darkness. But whether day and night is the same to God. It makes you do things right in the sight of God. You can hide things from men but you cannot hide things from God. Sometimes you can even begin to talk in a way thinking that you can deceive men. But God knows where you are coming from and what you want to achieve. I hope I'm not troubling somebody here. But night... When you are alone, a lady or a man comes around. God says, remember that you heard this preaching. Let this word speak to you. That God says that the darkness and the light are the same. If you are, you are tempted to do something and you know you don't want any human being to see, remember this preaching that God says that I see everything. I am standing by you. Oh, this is not a good preaching. This is the source of my strength. I may come to you alone, but I am not alone. You may try to divert 
and try to suppress my freedom. But God is looking at me. He knows everything. He is the one who knows everything about you. He knows everything. Your thought, your movement, your sleeping, your getting up, your walking. When you're going to office, he knows it. Even in the church, he knows it. When somebody annoys you and he says something, he says, this is not a church. He hears it and knows it. He knows it. When you get to the traffic light and it's red and there's nobody. He sees it. He knows open time and he also knows there's law. <laughs> he knows it. When your office gives you things to supply and you inflate the price. He knows it. The money you share with your bosses, stolen money, he knows it. Oh, my dear. Hello. This one is acceptable. There's a percentage. I said, the percentage, you know, no working, sir. No working, sir. No working, sir. No working, sir. Then we, the same people begin to complain there are no roots. Our roads are not good. No, the roads are in your pocket. You're yeah. yeah. For me, my key, what makes you live, make life exciting, is to know that God sees and knows everything. Even forget about everything. When you are in trouble, God sees and knows it. When you are walking alone and everybody deserts you, don't worry. God sees and knows it. So I say, oh, I don't have anybody in this world. Never say that. You have God. Sometimes put in there, I am going to do this. I will show you where power lies. Go see it. He has all the power to stop the one who wants to stop you. But God has designed that this kingdom children must move from this level to this level. Who are you, Pharaoh, to stop him? Who are you? All mountains before Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power, but my spirit. For there is no word. Asimbio Bekambiano. That's four. For there is no, for there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. Wow. So, it's not only a telecom company that records our words. God 
from the beginning have a database <laughs> that whatever we do is recorded. So, whatever word you are saying, think about it twice. Because God knows all. He records them. Israel said it. They said, when they were Christian Jesus, they said, hey, let his blood be upon us. They won't talk, they won't end though. They continue to bring the blood upon their children and their children and their children and their children. Till today, we still don't have that peace. Their children are still losing their blood. When you are pressed, know what to say. Hallelujah. I think the verse 5 quickly, I think I can, you go and read it by yourself. This verse alone shows us that. Oh my God, I love Jesus. So where you have heard me, this is why I love so much. You've held me or you've heard me or you've covered me, you've heard me behind and what? Before. It means that in front of behind you is God. In front of you is God. On top of you is God. So there's no missile. Whether from the front, from the back, or a bomb from the top. The spiritual wickedness in high places, they are high. You may be here. Let them throw their bombs. It will get you nothing. It won't touch you. We have God covering you all the time. Anytime you take your step, God goes before you and goes behind you and covers you. I'm going to, you're going to the office. God is in front of you. God is behind you. He is on top of you. So when you sit there, and you are conscious of God, the presence of God, you will do the right thing and you take the right decision in life. I hope you're getting me. Finally, this is just sometime. Say knowledge is what? Too wonderful for me and it is high. I cannot attain it. You need to have such. It's, it's so wonderful to know it. Continue. Quickly. This way. When can I, where can I go from your spirit? It's a question, isn't it? Or where can I flee from your presence? His presence is a spirit. He said, where can I go? From where? Where can I go f- from your spirit? You remember God sent some man. I wanted to run away from God. That man, that prophet, I don't know the kind of grace he has. 
He's the only one who can argue with God. Uh, some want to talk to my parents, they are down. God sent him, he doesn't want to go. Uh, he wanted to run away, Jonah, isn't it? He thought he was running away from the presence of God. Thinking that God is in Holy Ghost Temple. So when I run away to another church, I can do what I want to do. You are lying. He thought he was going. And because of him, the place was troubled. The rivers were troubled. And for them to cast a lot, to find out who, and the Lord fell on him. <laughs> and they asked him, where are you coming from? Where are you going? And they said to another, come. And they said to him, please tell us for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? And where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? Now, they are putting questions before him. He knew he was the problem. He knew the solution is him. So he said, look, until I leave this boat, you all perish. So a good prophet, he said, let me perish for all of you to live. How many of you do that? You want to die with everybody. He said, no. I have COVID. I don't want to spread it to others. So I want to keep it. Some of you, the moment they say you have it, you want to give it to everybody. Say that. Ying na They held him. The people were not feeling right, but they had to do it for their life. They held him. Chobai, one, two, three, four, go. He fell the sea. Boom. Then God has also prepared. He said, He has prepared. If you read the scripture, said, and God has prepared a fish. So he knew the guy would run away. God of knowledge, he knew in advance that Jonah, he will send Jonah and Jonah will try to run away and he will bring storm and they will throw Jonah into the desert. So God also prepared a fish. It was a special fish prepared. It was not any other fish because any other fish, if he swallowed a man, the man will die, the enzyme will just digest you. But this one was created. God prepared that ship. That and put oxygen inside. Put everything that is conducive for man to be able to put the right pressure inside so that the man can be there. You find out that he even prayed in the belly of the world. Or the fish. I call it a submarine. So before the situation happened, God had already prepared a fish that will sustain the life of Jonah, a disobedient Jonah. Jonah saw that even in deep under the sea, God is still there. You can't 
cannot run away from God. Tell somebody you cannot run away from God. So join him. <laughs> and go along the way he wanted to go. So that you can have your peace. Amen. I will end here. But I thought I was spoken something. I've given you a clue to life when you're facing difficulties. You must remember that you're not alone. When you're even thrown into the sea, know that God has already prepared. When they say, oh, this guy, we must sack him from this job. Know that when they throw you from your, your job, he's also prepared in advance. A, a fish to sustain your life and to keep you. Don't think that is the end of your life. With God, you will live long. With God, you'll be sustained in time of trouble. With God, he will keep you in time of trouble. So Jonah was kept. Brethren, I want us to know that whatever we do, God's eye is upon us. He watches us. He's only not watching us. He's actually with us. He said, Lo, I'll be with you even to the end of the world. Whether you're going through trouble, sometimes when you're going through trouble, you think God has departed. No, he has not. When people reject you, you think, oh, God's favor is not on me. He is with you. He is in front of you. He is behind you. He is on top of you. Fear not. Walk through victoriously in this world. And overcome every situation in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen.